Ben Lichtenstein, our daily contributor, joins us and takes us through these charts. And through the trades is Don Kaufman, co-founder of Theo Trade. Glad you're both here with us today. So, Don, we'll start with you. Your first trade here in Alibaba, which obviously is a great mover, but um, can run into some volatility, particularly when we get some Chinese uh, regulation and oversight. Every time we hear some headlines out of China, sometimes Alibaba begins to falter. But your thoughts on this one? Yeah, no, you know, uh, Alibaba has just uh, the underlying, what can you say about the chart? It's been the absolute smackdown in terms of uh, sell side activity inside of Alibaba. Hence why I'm uh, looking forward to discussing a little bit about, uh, well, a volatility type trade. Right, I know. Okay, so Ben, you tell me more. I mean, we look at Alibaba, which has been a mover, I see, year to date. It's down about 40%, so hasn't been that great uh, for, for its shareholders over this year while everything else has been soaring in 2021. Ben? Yeah, when I look at the daily time frame in uh, Baba, I'm actually kind of reminded of the uh, Dickens novel, A Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times, and it's currently, it looks like, the worst of times for BABA. I've got the uh, hourly time frame or the daily time frame here. You can see the weakness from 319. We're talking about those highs from just recently, last October, all the way down to lows, down to 138.43. And there's been no rejection of this trend environment to the downside, Nicole. Uh, you can see again the selling and uh, the weakness that's coming to play. A step back into the weekly time frame shows what I was talking about in terms of some of the strength that we had been seeing into that high up to 319 and then consequently the sell off amidst some of those China concerns. But here notice how we're basically right back to IPO levels and we're talking about a V top type pattern. Last but not least, the 60 minute. Here's where I kind of feel like uh, in terms of what Don just mentioned, getting excited about the potential to put on a trade in terms of some of the volatility we've been seeing here. I don't really see any indication that we've rejected these lower levels. I think if those who are looking to get long this stock, I mean, you're basically picking a bottom at this point. I'd like to see some key areas that were established on this way down get taken out on the way up before I get bullish this one. But again, I think at this point, you're kind of just catching a falling knife. It's been clearly under pressure today up by about six tenths of percent. But uh, at this point, no rejection of these lower levels yet. Right. And Don, you have a Baba back spread here. How would you buy when you take a look at this chart? I mean, it's a tough one. Yeah, well, one of the things about the uh, about the back spread is the back spread is much more about the volatility. So using a back spread in this particular situation, which first and foremost is is not exactly, you know, the uh, like a options trade 101. We're talking options, maybe like 401 in this particular case. This is a very, very binary underlying. And I agree wholeheartedly with what uh, Ben had just mentioned, you know, catching a falling knife. This thing is just, you know, taking off to the downside and you just don't feel like there's capitulation. Nevertheless, we could get that kind of quintessential, you know, what we term rip your face off rally inside of something like Alibaba. And that's exactly why we're going to use a back spread. So the back spread seeks an explosive move to the upside. Nevertheless, the back spread is being put on for an extremely small credit. So it's kind of a uh, possibly a win-win situation. If you put this trade on for a very, very small credit, and Alibaba continues to the downside, we get to keep that credit, which is anywhere from 20 to 30 cents. Nevertheless, if Alibaba explodes back to the upside, which could happen roughly at any time in this marketplace, when again, we get that kind of uh, you know quintessential rally, this could be, again, a nice explosive uh, return. Nevertheless, there is some risk in, uh, of course, those back spreads. Right. I, I see what you're saying. And today we're seeing it around $142 
for Alibaba. So good trade there. Can we move on and um, looking at UNG? Uh, I know, Don, that you have an out-of-the-money call spread. Do you want to start with that or give us some thoughts on U.S. Natural Gas Fund, UNG? Sure. So uh, in terms of UNG, this is uh, just simply an explosive move. But the reason I'm looking at the out-of-the-money call spread, you know, an out-of-the-money call spread is like a quintessential, very bullish trade. But I'm looking at it less in terms of its bullishness and more in terms of the implied volatility has a wild skew right now inside of natural gas. In effect, what I'm doing with the UNG spread, and this is buying the 26 call and selling uh, much further out of the money 32 call, the implied volatility skew is so favorable that the risk reward is just it's wonderful in this particular position. That is, if UNG is to have an explosive move to the upside, and it's very likely that we still see, you know, some uh, kind of gamma squeeze, if you will, to the upside in UNG in the very much uh, near term. Which, at no surprise right now, is sitting at highs when we look at what we've seen so far. And so this is a good call spread there. Uh, ben, your thoughts, obviously, you've been following this closely. You know that it's been right at or near highs right now. I mean, this week, your thoughts when you take a look at this chart. I see a well-defined trend environment to the upside and something that I would not want to necessarily get in the way of. Now, UNG, a reflection of natural gas, the trend, the bid activity we've been seeing there, which we'll get into in just a second. But in terms of the price activity at this one, a nice bottoming pattern down around 822, the lows we just recently came off of uh, the end of last year and the run-up we've seen. You actually were looking at the uh, daily time frame a minute ago. I saw the chart come up. You we're showing this parabolic move to the upside to 22. I want to point out, we've got a couple hurdles to get up above here. Those highs that we saw back in November of 2019 and September uh, of that year again. So up above and through those levels, we'd be talking uh, spring of 2019 highs. But ultimately, here's what I'm watching in terms of the move up that we've seen in UNG. This is the hourly time frame. And Don a minute ago was talking about, again, the potential for a parabolic uh, uh, reaction or, or uh, counter trend move in, in BABA, I think that it, what Don's pointing to is the fact that markets overshoot and we could be seeing some of that. Notice here again, 22.31 to the upside, a little bit of rejection off this upper level. I think this is a key area to watch right now, this area of balance that's forming around this 2021 area, lower extreme being 19. But I mentioned natural gas, Nicole, and I just wanted to point out this move up. I think if higher this week, it's something like seven in a row. And we are, well, right up into these highs that we were posting back in uh, February of 2014. Up and through these levels, we're talking uh, trades price we haven't seen since the fall of 2018. This is, again, uh, a move that should be respected in many ways. This is a well-defined trend to the upside and uh, not necessarily something to get in front of at this point. But do be aware that markets do overshoot. And at some point, this one will also. Yeah. And, you know, I only I want to get to Goldman Sachs, but just a few seconds on the idea and this move, which is unbelievable. We're not necessarily seeing it abroad the same way um, here at home as we take a look at that chart. And I've been hearing of how people may be covering. Ben, do you have any thoughts on that? Maybe this is um, dramatic and that folks may be covering this trade? Well, I don't really see that as of this point. Again, uh, I think what we're seeing right now is more consolidation. We talk about the two phases of price development, the high conviction, high energy vertical phase. We see, uh, in this case, to the upside, higher highs and higher lows. And then at some point, you find that stopping yeah. price and you see the consolidation. This is just more overlapping and rotational, more acceptance of the most recent highs that we've seen. But right. uh, tough to tell whether there's more room to come here. But certainly the trend has been higher.
Right. And I think people just can't believe that it's, a, you know, when you look at it, that UNG is up 120 percent in six months. Let's get to Goldman Sachs. As we, uh, we've been talking about interest rates, I think we've been pushed to uh, 1.57 on the 10-year. And we've seen some of these financials, cyclicals doing well. John, what are your thoughts here? You have an out-of-the-money put spread on Goldman Sachs. Tell me a little bit about that one. Well, first and foremost, who doesn't, uh, as a trader, love to uh, to short Goldman Sachs, right? You got to throw that out there uh, to begin with. I got to tell you something about Goldman Sachs. I think you guys are going to find this trade relatively interesting. This is less about interest rates. This is less about even like the financials. But the Goldman Sachs trade is okay, and this is a very very wide put spread. This is actually the the purchase of the 370 puts, the sale of the 350 puts, okay, and the trade should be somewhere in like the three to four dollar range. And again, it's a very very wide spread. It's twenty dollar wide spread. I would hold this right through earnings. This trade again, it's it's less about Goldman Sachs, more about the Dow. Goldman Sachs is unequivocally right now the most influential okay, product in terms of the Dow. If you look at the Dow, it's not market capitalization weighted, right? So the Dow is all about price. So the higher price stocks, of course, like United Healthcare is, is number one, Goldman Sachs is number two, but Goldman Sachs, again, unequivocally has been the most inf influential stock to the Dow. So if you're bearish on the overall marketplace, you would look for Goldman to get just smacked here in the near term. And uh, it's been mm. relatively unscathed, as most of the financials have. And that's actually why I let this uh, this one fly and set up a nice uh, bearish spread inside of Goldman Sachs. Interesting. Interesting. This was $185 last November. I mean, we really missed it. Exactly. If you, if you were hoping to invest in this one on the way up. Uh, ben, your thoughts? I think that's a great take. I mean, I'm looking at Goldman and wondering with rates on the rise why it's kind of struggling and faltering here. I've got the daily time frame, the 50-day moving average. You can see we're just below it. Now, I want to point out Goldman doesn't spend a lot of time below the 50-day moving average or certainly hasn't over the last year or so and since those pandemic spike lows. But this could be a little bit of a change starting to play out here. And again, I do want to point out if you're looking uh, at the weekly time frame, you can see uh, another situation where we've got a well-defined trend to the upside. But notice here, uh, well, if we were to actually go red and lower this week, uh, we could see some, uh, well, uh, now looks like four out of the last five weeks of the downside after 42076. But again, in terms of what we were talking about as far as consolidation, I think this is a key low to watch right now around this 380 level. Anything below uh, this 360, 365 area does kind of bring this trend environment to the upside into question. We did see some consolidation around this 407, 400 level. But this weakness here definitely is raising some eyebrows, some concerns, and as you can see, breaching a bit of a trend line that's been forming higher. So this one I'm a little bit concerned about. I would look for some downside movement here, uh, especially if, uh, well, the weight that it's been feeling off the 420 level continues. All right, Ben Lichtenstein, Don Kaufman, co-founder of Theotrade. Thank you both very, very much. A great look at BABA, UNG, and Goldman Sachs.